0: everybody, this is Mark. Welcome back to another episode of This Poor Pastor's Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you About the spiritual side of why you might be struggling to make some steps forward—that's kind of been a theme in this week's episode, or this, these weeks, this week's episodes. Yes, this week, singular episodes, whatever. Who cares? That's been a theme, and we're going to talk about it from the spiritual side of things, which is where a lot of people want to go first, and maybe we should go first. But we're going to finally get around to it here towards the end of the week. It could be that the things holding you back have. Less to do with you particularly, and nothing to do with God in particular, but with the nature of spiritual conflict in the world around us. And so I'm going to kind of flesh that out a little bit in the short time that I'm going to be with you today, trying to keep it brief again, trying to rein in all that extra verbiage. So here we go. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of water or a bottle of water or a brownie for all I care. And let's have a discussion today about how spiritual warfare can hold us back on this episode of this Poor Pastors Podcast, coming to you in just one moment. Hold, please. You know, when you talk about the topic of spiritual warfare, I find that there are about two There are two large camps, and then there's some in-between and some nuance and all of that, but two large camps. One sees a demon behind every rock, and the other acts like spiritual warfare isn't even a thing anymore post-resurrection. And I think both of those would be incorrect and have an emphasis which could hold us back. I posted recently on Facebook about letting up or leaning in and I've talked to you about that here on this on this podcast as well. Letting up or leaning in. And in response to that post, I had some feedback, some comments on the Facebook post and then some private messages and some personal communications with people who I know who have seen the post and there were a lot of Christians who wanted to jump right on the top that I was talking about leaning in instead of letting up don't forget about Jesus. Don't forget that we can do nothing without him. Now I don't have time to develop it in this episode of this podcast, but it is absolutely wrong for Christians to go around acting as if we are merely passive agents of an active God passive agents of an active god where we have nothing to do you know this is that worm theology that i talk a lot about there is nothing that we can do only god doing it in us that it, while you can have the verse that says it's god that worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure and you can extrapolate from that the idea that we are passive agents of an active god the truth of the matter is there are there are a vast number of verses and texts outnumbering those few texts that indicate that we're to strive and to work and to labor but we're to do it with god as i've said the word synergy is actually in the bible the greek word synergy working together is actually in the bible the word monergism is not in the bible it's a completely made up word in a theological category it's not even a real word We are called to labor together with Christ, to labor together with others. And God works with us to do more than we could do on our own. Now, again i don't have time to go into develop all of that i'm just laying that as a groundwork to say those who view all of our actions as as we are passive agents of an active god then we relieve ourselves of the responsibility of moving forward or trying or striving because hey you know if god wants to do it he'll do it and if he doesn't there's nothing i can do about it you know Well, the Apostle Paul said that there was a great door of opportunity that was open to him, but there were many adversaries. There was another place where the Apostle Paul said that Satan hindered the work. The Apostle Paul also goes on to say in several places that we are facing a spiritual enemy. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against uh, rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There are spiritual forces that would seek to separate us from the love of God, and while they are unable to do so effectively, they can incidentally cause us to feel separated if we allow and listen to what they are saying to us and to and their uh, their emphasis or attempts to influence our lives. The devil walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Satan desired to have Peter. It's unclear whether or not that same desire is aimed at every believer, but at least he is walking around seeking for those whom he may devour. And a lion is an ambush predator. They're looking for those who are weak. They're looking for those who are sick. They're looking for those who are separated from the herd. So, spiritual warfare is a very, very real thing, and it's something that Christians should be aware of. And I think it's important to recognize that sometimes what we're facing and what might be holding us back is spiritual warfare or things that are happening in the spirit or spiritual realm. And if we're unaware of that and we don't pay attention to that, it can hold us back. Not only that, it can lead to a lot of false guilt. I have challenged and encouraged people struggling with their mindsets to really lean into that. Like, let's talk about the thoughts that you're thinking and ask you yourself, where did those thoughts come from? Those thoughts of discouragement and depression, those thoughts of self-harm, those thoughts of worthlessness, where did those come from? If the truth says that we are loved by God, then where do you think the thoughts come from that cause you to say things like, I don't even think God loves me? Or worse, a declarative statement, God doesn't care. God doesn't love me. Where do those come from? They could be coming from within your spirit, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. But again, we've talked about thoughts. Where do you think those thoughts came from? So we can be held back because of spiritual darkness that whispers uh, negativity into our minds. If if you hate the thoughts that you're thinking and God would never say the thoughts you're thinking, then it could be a third option in that there is a spiritual enemy. It's not the devil in every case because I don't believe he's omnipresent. I think he has a lot of people working for him and there's a spirit at work in the world. You listened on social media today to some of the devil's words uh, through the fingertips of other people who are, who are preaching his message and those thoughts have gotten into your, into your heart and into your mind. So spiritual warfare can hold us back. Fear and anxiety and cowardice can be tools of the enemy to try to hold us back. We're supposed to be bold and brave. Spiritual darkness can try to intimidate us. But not only that, spiritual wickedness and the principalities and powers can actively work to uh, uh, trip us up and to stand in the way of what's going on. Far too many Christians, in my opinion, please hear me, in my opinion, far too many Christians are too quick to attribute every roadblock to the will of God. Well, you know, hey, if God wanted to do this, it'd get done. Maybe there is a spiritual force... at work in the world that has set its will in opposition to god and what needs to happen instead of just quickly um just saying well whatever happens is god's will you know your will be done lord what if god's will was for you to be strong and very courageous and go forward and fight against this what if god wanted to bring victory but because of sin in our lives the victory wasn't achieved and we need to repent and then re-attack reform and reattack. see what if we're doing everything we're supposed to do, like Daniel, who prayed and his prayer was hindered from being answered, or the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, who was seeking to do something and the devil and Satan withstood him? I know it's complicated for some of you, or or, or hard for some of you to comprehend the fact that there is a spiritual force at loose in the world that has set its will in opposition to God, and does, especially when we are ignorant of it and not paying attention to it, it does in fact hold us back from accomplishing good things that God would want us to do. Many times, pastors who are seeking to transform their churches and to grow their churches will give in to fear, and the enemy only has to send someone to them to speak words of discouragement and uh, threats into their heart and lives, and they stop, and they view that opposition as an indication that God doesn't want the thing to be done, where God might want us to be brave and push back against it. Sometimes what is holding us back in our lives is spiritual darkness, the forces of evil that fight against us. The apostle Paul said, we're not, I think it was Paul, maybe it was Peter who said, we're not ignorant of his devices. I don't think we should take that as a blanket statement that says all Christians are not ignorant, ignorant of the devices of Satan because they certainly are ignorant of the devices of Satan. If husbands and wives are, Are supposed to to maintain open and clear communications, forgiving each other and not carrying bitterness against each other, so that our prayers would not be hindered. It's an interesting thing to talk about why bitterness between a husband and wife might hinder prayers. But if that's the case, who do you think it is that would have a vested vested interest in sowing discord among the brethren if it would mean a hindering of our prayers? Have you thought that the reason that you uh, that the reason that you're struggling in your relationship with your spouse may have less to do with the two of you and more to do with an enemy who desires to steal, kill, and to destroy and to hinder your prayers. The best reason for you to go home today and apologize to your spouse for the thing that has come between you is because there is a spiritual war and you are playing into it when you hold and harbor bitterness. You're heirs together of the grace of life. So in this short episode today, I wanted to talk to you about spiritual darkness and spiritual warfare being one of the things that may be holding you back from your forward progress. I'm asking you to consider that today. And if you are wondering more about that, or you'd like to talk more about that, or maybe talk it through with somebody to get an outside perspective, you can email me thispoorpastor at gmail.com, or you can call or text me at area code 910-265-7297. Yes, it's true. The Lord is with you wherever you go, and we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. If those things are true, why do so many of us live in abject defeat? Could it be because we're not paying close enough attention to the reality of spiritual warfare? The enemy the enemy, may be ultimately defeated, but he is not yet defanged. He still has a bite. He's a roaring lion, not a toothless one. Pay attention to it. And with courage and boldness, launch out to do the work God has called you to do. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. I'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing, with another episode of this Poor Pastor's Podcast. See you then.